Matt, we did it again. Yeah, we sure did. We got advanced audio from the NFL films. From the divisional game of Dallas against San Francisco on the last play. You know, that play. That play of Dak going over to Mike McCarthy deciding what play they were going to call. All right, of course we're going to share it with the, the listeners. Hit it. Hey, hey, coach, we really got to pull one out of our hat here. Do you want Dallas, Dallas? Uh, yeah, uh, but, but do, do you want Dallas, Dallas? The Bata Dallas, Dallas, Bahahaha, Okay. Yapa solo. Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa, cheesesteak for Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour. It is 9-29 on Tuesday, January 20... I don't even know what day it is. January 24th? Who fucking cares? It is Tuesday and your Eagles are going to the NFC Championship. As I have been saying since the middle of the season, the season does not start until now. This team has shown all season that they are the equivalent of a true college football team that is dominant. And what I mean by that is that the regular season does not matter. It didn't matter to them. The divisional round didn't matter. The wild card round didn't matter because obviously they didn't play in it. They were too good to play in it. The season truly begins now in the conference championship. They blew out the New York Giants. Of course they were going to blow out the New York Giants. They are leaps and bounds better than the Giants and they're going in healthy. We're going to get into that and so much more. We'll break down the divisional round. We'll take a look ahead and see if this team is heading to Arizona to the Super Bowl. I am joined, as always, by Jimmy, by Dirty Mike, and by Optimistic Nick. Boys. Boys. The NFC Championship. Nick, just your initial thoughts on the Eagles being in the NFC Championship. I just can't say it enough. It's pretty cool, Matt. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a good initial thought. Uh-huh. That's a good, quick initial thought. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. pretty cool to be there. Dirty, want to expound on that? I mean, th- this is what we wanted to come on this pod, right? We started this podcast three years ago in the worst time in Philly sports history, possibly. Between that and COVID, it was about as miserable as you can get. Mm-hmm. And we're finally in our in our element. The Phillies were the, the World Series. The Birds are one game away from the Super Bowl. Like, this is what we did this shit for. I'm fucking excited. 
I'm really excited. Do you know how to act now that no. Philly sports are successful? No. I'm having As a these, collective? I'm having these battles with myself all day long. We're like, we're just like, you're going to lose to the Giants. And I'm like, no, we're not. And then the little guy says to me again, yeah, no, no, we are. The Giants are going to win by 20. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just, these are the battles. The little guy, like, like, Look at my shoulder. Like your penis? No, no, no. He's mm, a big guy. That was quick. That yep. was a quick reference to dicks, cocks, or penises. Right out, from right out of the gate. I mean, well, he's talking a about minute talk- into the episode. He's talking about talking to his little guy. Yeah. Actually been an, I feel like the last couple of episodes have been lacking on on, on penises, dicks. Yeah, has has Nick been maturing in Maybe. front of our eyes? I haven't noticed. No, mm. definitely well, not. Well, there we go. Jimmy, your initial thoughts on this year's team being and hosting the NFC Championship. No, so what I really want to believe, right, is that our coaching staff is so good that they knew what they were doing that last Giants game, the Giants game before this last Giants game. Mm-hmm. They, they, to end the season. No, no they, they did just enough mm-hmm. to beat. They, they were like, we know how to beat this team. Mm. We're going to do just enough. And then now we're in the playoffs and we're going to rip the, you know, the the, the cover off. Yeah. You know what the, I mean? the vanilla game. We went full vanilla. Right. And so, like, I, man, I, th- we're going to be in the Super Bowl. Like it's oh, it's uh, happening. Oh yeah. Just get ready. How we're, did that feel falling out of your mouth? We're gonna be in the Super Bowl. Um I I think that this this San Francisco team is overrated. Wow, you're coming out hot. Agreed. Yeah. Going to the Super Bowl, overrated. Dirt. I don't know how to deal with this dirty mic. This very happy, believable dirty mic in our Philadelphia sports <laughs> teams. How do you feel about your number? No, no, hold on, I'm not done. Oh, I, I think oh, you, no, like I think that this coaching wow, staff no, it on. Th- I think that this coaching staff of the Philadelphia Eagles is really fucking special. And I don't think I've given them or most people have given them the credit that they deserve. And they know what the fuck they're doing. I have so much trust in them. Uh, I think they knew what they were doing those last three games where we were like, they were trying to with Gardner Minshew get in there, but they knew that third, that final game against the giants, they still had it and they knew exactly what they were doing. And now they still know exactly what they're doing. And that is what's going to lead us to the Super Bowl. So if you hear that Nick Sirianni, Steichen or Spikeman, according to Rob Gronkowski, if you heard that, (laughs) uh, or Jonathan Gannon, you're getting your roses here in the Rocky Balboa cheesesteak fun hour as a collective group. I'm sure no radio station uh, locally or nationally or podcast has done that. So come on our show. Yeah. Accept your roses. That's from uh, Jimmy. Uh, that was a quick initial thoughts. I, I got nothing else to say besides that. What else is there to say? So what do we want to do? Do we want to talk about the wild card games or just stick strictly with the Eagles versus the Giants? Nick, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I'm ready to party, to be honest. Whoa. Okay. That doesn't that doesn't answer anything. Well, you there's no re- bottle in his hand, so he's clearly lying. What? Yeah, there's, there's no, no bottle there's in no your bottle hand. Of liquor. So I'm calling you a liar. Yeah. Oh, you want me to look, go now? Oh, yeah, go of now. course I do. I usually wait like at least a few minutes. Nope. Well, I, mean, I guess nope. it's been a Let's few. Let's talk about Dirty Mike and his little guy here over here. So, yeah, that little fella. You know, you talked about last week your thoughts about going into the Giants game before kickoff. Yep. What were your nerve levels at? They're like, <sighs> did you, oh. you thought we were going to lose that game? Uh, no, I, I didn't think we were going to. Right gonna... before kickoff, right when your nerve levels are at the time. Yeah, I started doing that thing where like, do I bet the Eagles? Do I not bet the Eagles? Like, what do I do here? But I, I fucking bet them. I really, and I never do that. I bet them. I never, so like, I don't know if I've said that on this pod. I you never, do, you, did you parlay them? You no, no, I like straight. I didn't take the seven and a yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to playoffs, I usually just I do straight you. up bets. I bail on the parlays. I don't believe There's you. not enough games to do it, so it's not fun. Yeah, so, right. so I went, I went heavy on the birds, and uh, and I felt confident. I really did, man. Like I was nervous. Obviously, if you don't, if you're not nervous, you're a fucking like. What are you doing? I mean, any playoff game, you're gonna be fucking mm. nervous. I was nervous as hell, but then it was fourteen nothing, and I'm like, it's over. This game's over. It was over 
the second play of the game yeah. when Hurts hit Devontae Smith. That was deep. it. I, I told Jimmy that on Sunday. I literally said that. I said when Hurts threw the ball to Devontae, I said this could be a blowout. And if you didn't believe it at that moment, it was over when the Giants went for it on fourth and eight because Brian Dable knew Uh-oh. they had no chance. Was that the, the first drive of the game? Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, yep. God. Yep. He knew he was beat after one drive. What yeah. a fucking loser. Uh, immediately quit. Yeah. And this was after a week long of national media pundits, people that are scared, anybody and everybody in between <laughs> trying to talk this Giants team up. They have to. I get it. They're I get to, it, too. I get you, it, too. But like, if they have the, to? The Daniel Jones shit. The Daniel Jones shit. I... I just, I've, I've never seen this guy play a really fucking good game. I've just never seen it. It just happened to be the week before he played the Eagles, which everybody. Who, like, did, he, who did he beat? The Minnesota Vikings. Oh, good for him. Right. I, I can fucking do that. Right. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. He probably yeah. could. But they, they were talking about Daniel Jones like he was fucking yeah. Josh fucking Allen, you right. know, and who. Which who fuck him by hasn't the way. had a really who yeah. hasn't had a really good year to be honest. Yeah, he's kind but, of but you know we know he's we know he's a good player. But th- that's going ahead were... right now. Daniel Jones or Josh Allen? Who are you taking? <laughs> um, who Giants fans? Question. Who are Giants fans taking? Like, Jesus Christ! I mean, the, the Daniel Jones shit. It just went so Marry, marry one, fuck one, kill one. You got Daniel Jones. You got Josh Allen. You got Joe Burrow. Go. Well, I'm marrying Joe Burrow so we can live the rest of our life together. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna fuck Daniel Jones and and make it hurt real bad. Oh wow, you right. fucker! And I'll kill Josh Allen. He just, I you know, I what used to be a Josh Allen guy, but yeah. like, man, he's just he just starts he's vibing dork lately. You he's know, a, he's also really? vibing non clutch. Yeah. Like he doesn't vibe cool vibe cool anymore. Like mm-hmm. Joe Burrow has taken all of the shine. It is it, it, Joe. If there is any shine on how cool you are in the AFC. Joe Burrow's got what ninety eight percent of it, and like maybe there's two that goes to Justin Herbert because I like him. But just to be clear, you're fucking Daniel Jones to hurt him. It's a hate fuck, a hurt a, fuck. Oh, a hate fuck, like dude. a prison rape. Yeah. Okay. You're prison raping Daniel and Jones. Then yeah, and after I'm after I'm after I've come to completion, I'll shank him. Oh. Okay. Oh wait, well, that means like I can't kill. So, no, I won't kill him with the shank. I'll just. I make it hurt. You that know? wasn't a part of the question. Mm, no, there is no true. shanking as part of this. No, because yeah, exactly. Because then you're like killing. Him. You can't kill no, no, two. No, no, no. I just said it's I'll not marry, okay. kill, kill. Just say shank that just to hurt. The entire purpose it's, of this it's, game. It's simple rules. You know, like you know, you know like Juice in in Sons of Anarchy. He gets shanked, but he didn't die. You know, okay. right? Okay, got it. All right. Uh, so yeah, we went to this week, and everybody was talking about Brian Dable, and Daniel Jones is now finally coming into his own, and Brian Dable is his quarterback guru, this offensive genius, and Who, um, his team. Matt, we have to, we have to point. Fupa. Yeah, we have to point. We have to point out as a as a stinky fupa. Right. Oh yes, Brian Dable absolutely has a stinky fupa. It's our, it's our newest, uh, latest single as a podcast. At, at this point, we probably have a full length album, and maybe I'll play it. Maybe I'll play it right here. Do you think you anyone play, else? Oh, should we play it? Yeah, let's play it. Hit it. Brian Dable's got a stinky fupa. He's got a big fat stinky fupa. Brian Dable's got a stinky fupa. He's got a big fat stinky fupa. It's big and fat. It's a stinky fupa. It's big and fat. It's a stinky fupa. Yeah, 
and that really uh, it's a fucking hit, Matt. It's, it's a, a fucking it's hit. It's a hit, and it's undeniable that he has a downright stinky fupa. Yep. And it was completely exposed on Saturday night, even in cold his weather. Fupa, his he, fupa was exposed. Yeah, it was completely. Yeah, I was exposed. hanging out the bottom of the uh, uh, the hoodie. There's Gross. no way it could be when you're being 38 to seven, and yeah. even in a in a cold cold wintry night, you could just absolutely smell yeah, it. Yeah, his fupa looks like you know when you jump <clears> in a in a swimming pool and your bathing suit fills up in the front with air and you got to push it all out. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's kind of exactly That's what it looked stable. like. That's what it looks that like. That was Dable yeah. on Saturday night. Yep. So, I mean, sucks to be a Giants fan. They're all like, we got tons of cap space and we're heading in the right direction. Well, go suck your own dicks. So that's all I got to say about that. You love when a team, after they lose, they're like excited about it. They're like, yeah, well, we came really far, a lot further than we thought. Hey, shut the fuck up. All week you thought you were going to beat beat the fucking Eagles. And we shoved our wieners straight down your throat. Straight down your throat. There's throats. also a video yeah, out there. Your ass. There's a video out there where some guy was walking around the parking lot asking all Giants fans who they'd rather have, Daniel Jones or Jalen Hurts. And like 150 Giants fans said Daniel Jones with reasoning behind it. Mm. I watched this like nine minute video on I, it. I seen it. It was only about 40 seconds, but. There's um, way more of that. Than that's there was. weird that you watched that whole thing. I, loved um, it. I watched like 40 seconds of it because the girl that was asking a question was kind of a hottie. Yeah, I love tailgate mm-hmm. interviews. They're so funny. Apparently, the uh, the New York like radio stations were like before the game were saying like this vibes real hard. 2007 Giants. Yep, I think it was oh, 2007, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, and it's like holy shit, really? It sure didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mean mm-hmm. a Hall of Fame quarterback that they had compared to Daniel Jones right. with one good game? Right. And yeah, it makes a, sense. A million other uh, better offensive weapons than uh, what this current Giants team has. Yeah. Wait, you think Plaxico Burris is better than Isaiah Hodgins? Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. yeah. Well, there's that. It's okay. debatable. Did you see know. that clip of uh, the, coin, the coin flip when uh, BG and Kelsey and Fletch walked out? No, and BG, BG was, was just talking, talking so much shit. It Good. was just an unbelievable amount of shit. No. Even before the game started, it's the first. It's the coin flip. It's it's the coin flip. You're right. How, why am I trying to explain what know. the coin flip is? He's talking such an unbelievable amount of trash before the ball's kicked off. Wow. He said, it's, he said, Dexter Lawrence, we're running right at you, little bitch. <laughs> Daniel Jones, I'm gonna be on your arm all day long. Let's go. He said, I'm coming for that arm. I'm, I'm coming for that arm. I yeah. love, I he just kept out. talking shit. I think Saquon was out there too. He was talking shit. We're coming right He's at you. He's approaching the likable levels of Dawkins at this point, and he might already be there. Oh, dude, he could be there. I, I can't remember who tweeted it, so sorry. But um, it was a, it was a, it was a great tweet. It was just like, man, I didn't know the game was over before it even started. It's like, yeah. yo, you got BG talking that much shit, and those dudes yeah, were just—they didn't know what to say. They, they they didn't they didn't even fucking open their lips, and BG's just ripping them to shreds. It was fucking awesome. Remember when we as a fan base were upset that we drafted Brandon Graham instead of Earl Thomas, and now we have a Super Bowl with Brandon Graham and Earl Thomas had a threesome with his brother? Yeah, dude. That's <laughs> I crazy. was so mad at that draft pick. Life comes happened. at you fast, man. It really yeah. does. I mean, in a blink of an eye, you're you're a draft bust, and then one day, one week, a couple years later, you're having threesomes with your brother. Yeah, you're, you, you and your brother's dicks are touching. That's what, that's what my question was. Do we know if they fucked? Oh. We we do not know, Nick. Well, there's, there's no question. I feel is, like we need to get to the bottom of that because I'd like to know. We should probably get to the bottom of it. But is it incest either way? If you just have a threesome with your bro, it has um, to be a form of incest. Is it direct yeah. incest? If there's no touching, inserting, sucking, or fucking, I don't. It's know, like some weird like um, subcategory of has incest. To be. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a branch on the tree of incest. It's so, a, it's 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 something even the Lannisters didn't do. Like they never had brothers. Fuck, it's wild. Mm. Did you read all the books? I'm sure There's that a lot pe- of books. I'm sure, I'm they sure did. that absolute oh, yeah. dog shit human George R. R. Martin has a all chapter right. in there of just brothers Fine. fucking. So Earl Thomas is like the bad part of the land. Yeah, who's a pretty good safety. Yeah, Ober and Martell would have fucked anything walking. So like maybe he he probably fucked his brother. 
Man, he's on a heater. Yeah, yeah that's true. Pedro yeah. Pascal. He sure is. He is the best. I mean, oh God, you're the Mandalorian and the lead actor in The Last of Us at the same time. Yeah, like that. Last of Us is probably going to be ending its season as the Mandalorian is starting, and that's just amazing. Mm, Guys on top of the world. That's the hottest thing I've ever heard. Oh, all right. A little sidetrack there. It's a little sidetrack because the Eagles blew the Giants out of the water. It wasn't a close game. It's one of those where I love to say, put your feet up by halftime because you either won the bet or the game is over. It is just that easy in the playoffs to get to the NFC championship. It was the vibe of the 2017 NFC championship. Yeah. Dirty, you were at that game. I was at that game. Yep. It was a fucking party yeah, in that yeah. stadium. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me ask a question. And I, I think I, I asked somebody this on over the weekend. I don't know who it was. Would you rather have in the playoffs a game that's tightly contested with a lot of drama and a lot of fun or just a total and complete blowout like on Saturday? If I was in my 20s, I would want to come. I want a tightly contested game and yeah. just be gritting and burying my teeth. Yeah. No, I, I can't deal with that stress anymore. It's a lot, I, right? I want a blowout. That's exactly I want what blowout, I said. I want be partying and enjoying it and yep. knowing that it's over and done with. I want two more just like what they did on Saturday and just ride into the sunset. Oh. Oh, yeah, I can't do it with the Super Bowl we had against <laughs> no. the Patriots. No, no, no. no. Oh, we forget. That, that was the toughest that, night of my life. That that super. That's why. But but that made it so much but sweeter. Payoff, I know, sure, didn't it? The payoff course. is like an orgasm. That's why I asked the question because it's I, when you win that game, like it's it's a, a phenomenal moment. question, and I'm not sure I, I have the answer to it because like yeah, like that was great on Sunday. It, you know. All right, I'm just fucking getting blasted drunk. Like, there's, I don't even have sure. to pay attention to this game. It's over. Same, yeah. Like, I, I mean, obviously I'm watching, but like, I'm getting blasted drunk. But you know, I'm still getting blasted drunk in the other scenario. But I'm gonna be watching still, like real, like real intent. But that payoff, that payoff, if in a close game when it, 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 it you don't even know if it's over till the last second. Yeah. Like, like the fucking the Gronk game, um, the the, the Julio Jones game. Um, you know, that payoff happened to the last fucking second. Yeah. Like it, it is. It's like, it's like fucking the drama, orgasm. the drama of the Zach Ertz touchdown of that Super Bowl where they went and reviewed it for like four minutes. And it was literally your, your first ever ring on the line with that touchdown catch. The ball in the air, not that we were at the Super Bowl game, but the ball in the air with Brady throwing sure. it to end like that. Mm-hmm. Graham that just was, missing that, the sack. That like was in the air forever. Mm-hmm. And even if he caught it, they still had to get a two point conversion. And it was still the most nerve wracking moment of all oh. time. And the, and, when, and the ball flipped off his hands and just was in the air and it felt like you could have counted to 18. Oh, Edelman yeah. was right there. Uh, oh, goodness. What a, give me a blowout these days. What give me a, a horrible question. I'm sweating just <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> give me a blowout, man. Yeah, please. I don't my want anxiety sweat at all. Uh, any other thoughts on that game? Because oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, ran, we ran for more yards than they had total. It's a fun stat. Yeah. 200, we had 260-something yards. <laughs> Rushing, and uh, the Giants had 240 yards or something like that. I I have a fun stat too. So 70% of the plays against Daniel Jones on defense, so our D line were pressures, meaning that he was harried or sacked, and it was the second most of any playoff game in the history. And and we were probably just running four, right? Yeah. Well, they mixed it up a little bit towards like towards in the beginning. At the end, it was mostly four, but they were just in his face all day, which just like that. This D line is the best. I'm willing to say it's the best we've ever had. And that's we've had some legendary D lines, and it could very well be Boy. the best we've ever argue. had. Yeah. Statistically, yeah. absolutely, yeah. shit, man. It, Josh Sweat came back from injury just cooking. We had Reggie White and Jerome Brown, and I'm sitting here calling this one better, and I think I'm fine with uh, it. Look, it, uh, 
No, seriously. Uh, like Nick said, the stats, it's tough to argue with the stats. Yeah, they yeah, are Reggie they are. White and Jerome Brown, that 2017 team with like the NASCAR line where you just kept subbing people in and out and there like, yeah. wasn't much of a drop off with the second line. Yeah. That's as good as it gets too. Like they were just fast. But there's guys. just something with Graham and Reddick and just sweating. These guys are just any, everywhere you turn, there's a dude oh, in your face. Hey, hey there. Ugh. God damn it. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I know you guys are talking about, you know, the, this big gridiron game yeah, yeah. you got going on i know the eagles on a, a bit of a a bit of a run here huh? yeah nhl retired superstar shea weber is joining us for some odd reason while we're talking eagles heading into the nc championship shea how are we doing bit of a bit of a you know bit of a clip here you know um yeah as you what? know i've been putting on my um my my comedy routine together i'm a bit of a hoot yeah that's mm-hmm. right shea you're Working on a five-minute stand-up comedy bit for Helium. You've given us probably 45 seconds worth of material, so... It's been good, though. Well, I have, you know, the only... I've been moving into some different uh, genres of comedy, Okay. and I haven't done the uh, the knock-knock joke, you know? All right, well... You want to hear a couple of knock-knock jokes? I imagine you're going to tell us regardless of our thoughts, so go right ahead. You know how to do it where you, you got. Yes, you, yes, you, we get the idea. Of okay. Knock, knocks. Knock, knock. Who's there? Uh, Yoda lady. Yoda lady who got. Oh. Oh, 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 you, you just got fucked in the ass. Woo! <laughs> Crushed. What an idiot. He <laughs> fell for it. Good job, Shay. All right, Shay. That's. Uh, you want to, uh, you know, hear another one? Not really, but go ahead. Knock, knock. Who's there? Perverted frog. Perverted frog. Touch here. my fucking dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my what? god, Shay. That's a very aggressive frog there. It's too aggressive. He's a uh, perverted. Yeah. yeah. I, all right. Perverted frog. All right. Is that it, Shay? I got one more. Oh, good for us. Knock, knock. Who's there? KGB. KGB. We will ask the questions. Wow. Okay. Oh, you, get, you don't get it? No, I get it. I get it, Nick. You don't have to ask me if I get it just because I didn't laugh. I, but if you're not laughing, there's no way you got it. Well, that's not accurate at all. It's not even close to accurate. It was hilarious. It was good. All right, Shay. Well, thanks for joining us and really stopping us in our track. We well, I know, you know, I do have one more. Oh, fuck. Knock, yes. knock. Who's there, Shay? It's the uh, doorbell repairman. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, Shay Weber joining yeah. us as always. Fuck Nick. Yeah, I got it. I got the doorbell's it. not working, so he had to knock. <laughs> yeah. Shay's on fire. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Helium's going to burn to the ground. Yeah. One way or the other. I, Matt, you, you say he doesn't have five minutes worth of material. Like, that may be true, but, like, you're not factoring in how long and how hard everybody's going to laugh. Like, that adds up. Well, it's ten minutes alone. Yeah. No, I, I think I am factoring <laughs> that in. What I'm not factoring <laughs> in is how he reacts if people don't laugh. That Matt, will add time. There's going to be a whole room of people that just go, yo, lehu. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, you know? he's going to have me. Uh, I'm going to be front row, hammer drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, well, he did stop us right in our tracks when we were talking about the Eagles. <sighs> Any thoughts on either of the three other... You know, let's just go to the Niners and the Cowboys. That play. 
That last play My. of the Cowboys game, dude. No team ends their season in more hysterical fashion yeah. than the Dallas Cowboys. Last year, when they played the 49ers, the Cowboys ended on a quarterback draw. Oh, that's right. <laughs> With no timeouts left. I forgot about that. In like 12 seconds, oh right? Oh, my yeah. God. And Dak and, ran the whole way down. Oh, dude, I forgot and all about it. And they tried to spike the ball, and there's no time left. Oh, God. And I this, did try. I forgot that, too. And this year, they were like, hold my beer. Yeah, McCarthy <laughs> said to himself. <laughs> oh. And they pulled out. I mean, I don't even know how to describe this play, and I don't have to because you've all seen it. It was nothing short of comedic gold. Mel Brooks couldn't have written it any better. Will Ferrell couldn't have written it any better. No Saturday Night Live in their prime could have written any better script yeah. than that. It was absolute comedic gold. Unreal. Like you like you always see the refs, and listen, I am not, we, we've talked about this before. I'm kind of an X's and O's guy, but not really. But when a referee calls, a, throws a flag on illegal formation, I just would have assumed that whatever that play was, was no way it was legal. Like, it's just Zeke standing by himself, snack, snapping the ball to Zach, uh, Dak, who's standing by himself, and there's just, like, people all over the field ready to catch the ball. I, I, I couldn't even believe it was even a legal play. Like, you and know? Thank God it was. God because damn. It, Oh my God! I what was it? like for the history of not the history, for the future of our of our lives on Twitter. Anytime somebody's talking shit, wearing that stupid blue star on their hat, all we have to do is just put that video down. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, forever. Seven. It, that straight. was a gift from God. It was a gift from Mike McCarthy, the biggest dope in the history of the football. I mean, I mean, as if it wasn't bad enough that Zeke just got absolutely squashed, which right away you're going, who just got crushed? Like, I wound it with Jimmy. I'm like, who just died on the field? And then it was just a five-yard pass. That guy walked over him. He didn't like, even, it wasn't even, like, that much effort. He just grabbed Zeke and walked over him. I just instantly out loud went, who was that? Yeah. I didn't know at the time. I was like, fucking Zeke. I tweeted that night. I said, top five funniest football plays, and it should be in recent no, history. Number one. Number five, the, Orlof, the Orlovsky safety mm-hmm. when he runs out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, runs out of the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number four, the Wentz fumble sack against the Cowboys oh. where he runs to the left and instead of throwing the ball away, <laughs> Bro. he just gets sacked that in the was, ball. That was murder. That's an unbelievable. Dude, he got, he got fucking Bill Goldberg speared. Yeah, with a, with a guy that he saw coming from 25 yeah. yards out. But that's the problem. He didn't see him coming because he's a fucking moron. <laughs> and the guy is literally right in front of him and yeah. he could have won, run out of bounds for <laughs> oh, yeah. a huge loss. He could have, two thrown the ball away. Which and got 15 probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three, just throw the ball up in the air and see what happens. Right. Or four, take a sack, hold on to the ball. Or five, whatever the fuck happened to him. And just, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Number three is what we just talked about. The Cowboys running the quarterback draw uh, with no time left to end their season. Oh, that's okay. three. Okay. Yep. Number two is the butt fumble. Oh, I mean, legendary. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And then number one is whatever the Cowboys just did tonight to end their season again. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you got to put the butt fumble number one. No way. That's the, but just the, legendary. The butt fumble is legendary, the but it's the fact that that play has layers to it where you have Zeke getting absolutely demolished, then the then the wide receiver gets mutilated, yeah. and it's the fact that it's two seasons in a row that the Cowboys ended their season with such hilarity. I'm proud that two of those five guys are Eagles quarterbacks at one point. That makes me feel good, you know? Yeah, Sanchez and Wentz. Yeah, and, like, is. that wasn't the first butt fumble. That was just the most impactful butt fumble, 
right? It was so well executed, the butt fumble. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What do you mean but it's not the first butt fumble? There's been butt fumbles in this league. Have there been? Uh, I mean, to an extent, like, you know, a center snapping it into his own asshole. That's the Mona Lisa of butt fumbles. I don't fumbles. know. Name yeah. another I'm, butt fumble. Yeah, I can't either. I can't think of a oh, single I, butt fumble. You know, when the fucking center snaps it into his own yeah, bubble. But, yeah, but that was that's more on the center. This was just a quarterback yeah. running. Okay. He, I think no, my he, point was that you couldn't the, have drawn up the fucking, the Dallas, whatever the Dallas Sam, play was. Sam Dallas just Dallas. got the hike. Ran back and then ran right into the center, <laughs> into his ass. Literally fumbling the ball into his asshole. That was Thanksgiving night. Oh, oh yeah, I guess yeah, you're right. No, that's it right. was because that's why I used to work every Thanksgiving when I was a server. I'm look it up. There's brunches. been more butt fumbles. No, you know you're absolutely right. Because I remember I was uh, yeah I know exactly yeah, where I was. Yeah, we used to all go out to a bar afterwards, just get fucking hammered, and we yeah. all watch that play. I just I just remember I, that's one of those moments I knew exactly where I was <laughs> watching that. <laughs> what, you and Joe G? Ew, Joe Giglio? Were you talking about the sales that you did that? No, this is when I worked at Hartfeld. Oh, Hartfeld. I don't know this was that long ago. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, those are the top five funniest plays. But, like, that play Great. was just un- like yeah. I I have literally watched it 50 times. Yes. At least. I rewound it on the old, on the TV six, six or seven times just to, like, I just couldn't understand what, what it was. I still don't even really know what it was. Why was, why, why was, why was Zeke snapping the ball against a huge lineman? Like, what, I just don't understand. I, like, has anyone asked McCarthy, like, dude, what was that? What were you doing there? I don't think anyone's even asked. I don't think anyone cares. They don't want to know. I, at this point, I don't care. It's, it's, because he's reported as ineligible, which means he can't catch ball, but he can catch a lateral. So he's probably trying to throw it to the wide receiver and throw it to Dak and lateral to Zeke and so on and so forth. Friend, friend right. of the show, and I, I didn't read the article because I just saw it like right before we started. Friend of the show, Kevin Kincaid Kevin said- Kevin Kincaid, friend of the show. Um, great friend. Yeah, great friend. Best friend. Um, he said He'll that- hire us soon for crossing mm, I hope sure. so, right? I'm sure. <sighs> Maybe. Um, he said that it was supposed to go to, you know, it's supposed to be hiked to Dak and then go right back to Zeke. But, you know, they didn't realize that there was a 350-pound man standing in front of Zeke that was just going to bulldoze his ass. <laughs> but it couldn't have gone to Zeke first because he was ineligible. I had to go to the right. receiver uh, first. Yeah, have- uh, yeah, we lost our audio for a second. And actually, it's probably a good thing because let's stop talking about the Cowboys because who fucking cares? Uh, one more thing I want to touch on. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the uh, Jaguars. A good season out of Dougie. Uh, it's the fifth time the Chiefs are hosting the a- Got to the AFC Championship. I'm yeah, not sure if hosting. In a row. Right? Uh, yeah. Know. That's crazy. In a row is right is a better point. Um, that's not the point I'm bringing up. The Bengals beat the Bills. It's Joe Cool's world, and we're all living in it. Um, Demar Hamlin showed up, uh, and there's a, a conspiracy theory if it's actually Demar Hamlin or not. Because of course, everything's a conspiracy theory these days. You couldn't uh, see his face, Jimmy. Your thoughts on that? Was that Demar Hamlin? <laughs> no, it's just it's it's this it's this. Is he dead? Is Demar Hamlin actually dead? Is no, he it was just fucking <laughs> snowing. But what about when he came in and you could see him come in like through like the, the bottom part of the, uh, the the stadium and his face was covered up? Jesus Christ. Here's the thing. <laughs> wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be better for the league and like all of their like, God, the pomp and circumstance and if he the, did die, if he did die, right? Like, I what don't the think point? so. No, spin it, spin it. Oh, so well, because it's like, if he I guess die. like the NFL, they're protecting the shield. They don't want. No, it's I bad. want you. I want you to stick on the side. That'd be better if he did die. Spin no, but I'm that. saying like, yeah, what is that? Go with that logic. No, the Where whole that uh, because the whole thing has been like capitalizing on the sympathy and the outpouring, rightfully so, for Demar Hamlin. I see. Okay, but I'm saying like, you know, wouldn't there be even more sympathy and outpouring I if he you. did die? I, I got you. You know, mm. but that's what I'm saying. No, here's the deeper issue: is that everything that ever fucking happens 
anywhere, anytime, whether it be sports, politics, life, news, weather. It's, it's a, there, there's a conspiracy theory. It's, oh, yeah. It's just shown that we, as a as a species, the, the human species, uh-huh. we're really starting to fucking lose it. Mm-hmm. Like we're all we're all, we're all really losing it, man. Okay. All right. And and what, what what's it's it's always been there, but social media is the lubricant mm-hmm. at which has allowed the fist of of idiocracy to mm. to to penetrate the anus of mm-hmm. existence. Faster. Okay. Man, now you're speaking my language. That was really. I don't good. know what he was talking about no, before, but I, that. I, no, I, I get that. it. But Nick, why do you think Demar Hamlin's dead? And that was a just a, a, a ploy of a person up there. I mean, he he he's alive. I mean, he's alive. We Possibly. we know this. He's, we've seen. Uh, okay, Jesus. maybe. <laughs> but could the NFL done a worse job? Like Jesus. Like you're telling me in 2023 we can't get one cam, and then they showed another camera angle where he's inside of the inside of the fucking uh, luxury box or whatever. The face, and you still don't see the face. And then he puts up a picture where he's standing next to a mural of himself, and he hides his face. I'm like. You, you're you're doing this to yourselves. Yeah. Like this is we live in 2023. This is what people want. We're idiots and you're, are and you're fisting, giving it to them. We're idiots are fisting the ass of society. Yes, that's where I've right? almost landed. Was this something what the NFL did on purpose to try to just get people to talk? Ooh, that's a deeper level of conspiracy. Is, uh, there, there we, we go. go. Because, yeah. it, because it sure <laughs> seems weird as fuck. Why can't you? Why the next day? Why wouldn't you just come out and be like, "Hey guys, I'm here." Yeah, dirty. I'm right. with you. Let's keep diving. It's see, fucking silly. See, but there's layers to this, like, Jimmy. Listen, Obviously, he's alive. He's not dead. Because if he was dead, what's the Why point? That's what I keep he? landing on. What's the point? Like, what? But the, like, the family's going to sue the NFL? Okay, yeah. Here's your $30 million, Go away. It's a $20 billion fucking company. They could care less about the money. So it's not the well, money. Well, his family's obviously not going to sue the NFL. They just put some fake guy up there who's not DeMar Hamlin. That's what I'm saying. So then what's, Wait, the so point of him, what's the point of hiding his dead, his dead body? And if, it is, if he is dead, why is everybody fucking in on it? Why is his family cool with it? Why is the team cool with it? Why are the fans cool with it? Why is the hospital cool with it? Here comes why? here comes the, the answer to every conspiracy theory. You ever try to keep a secret that like more than two people know? Never. It just it it doesn't happen. No. It's the moon. It's the moon conspiracy. Exactly. They said it would have cost more money to fucking hide the fact that we no, didn't go to the moon than we did. To, not to ma- not to mention the fact that there would have been thousands of people involved, mm-hmm. right, in the moon uh, filming, right? Like sure. they fake the moon landing, they film it somewhere, they and I, not one, yeah, not one of those people. <laughs> At any point, we're like, yeah, we, we fucking filmed it. Yeah, listen, fake. that happened in hold a on, yeah. Hold on, Did we go to the moon, though? Is that, has right. that been... All right, that, that's enough of this conversation. I just want to show how easy it I was. Do, I, actually, I want to do a whole episode on this. We we can. Rocky Balboa but, conspiracy But not during the NFC Championship yeah. Week. I just want to show how stupid it was, because all I did, every wow. time anybody said anything, I go, but really? But did he? But what about this? All I started every sentence with was, but, and that's a very open-ended, dumb question. Like... It is Jimmy's right. Like it's just so stupid. It's unreal. And you're letting the idiots ask very easy questions, and you let the dumber people like Nick go, "Oh, well, that is kind of like an idea." And even Dirty did like a second <laughs> layer of a conspiracy, and that's how this mm-hmm, dumb, mm-hmm. very thin web grows. So just don't be an idiot. Yeah. But, the, but the moon, we have proof, right? Okay. Yes, we have proof that we landed on the moon. Yes. Yeah. There was a there was a satellite that was sent there like two years ago by the Chinese, and you can and and they their photos showed the lunar mod or whatever was left behind in the lunar module in what, nineteen. 19- what about the backwards shadow though? What? Huh? You know. 
Okay, Nick. He's diving. He's, uh, he's diving down that. that yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy doesn't one. like his Jimmy. Jimmy this is hates good. conspiracy this is theories. Good. I, well, because no, <laughs> he's obsessed. He's obsessed with them. He said, "What about the backwards shadow?" You know what I'm talking about. We yeah. need to get Dallas Alex on an episode because he loves conspiracy theories and thinks Demar Hamlin is dead. Oh, he and, does. And Dallas he, Alex is basically Joe Rogan. Listen, when the Cowboys I mean, season ends, you jump right into Demar Hamlin's dead. Oh, for sure. That's what you do. Once, once he saw that last play, he went right into the Demar Hamlin conspiracy. What is, what is the, the by the yeah also and, and by the vaccine? What is the Hamlin family? They're just going to go along with this? That's oh. what I just said. I just got done saying oh, that for, everybody's fucking in on it oh, for, for, for a billion dollars. Oh, for a billion dollars and Goodell hug. Yeah. Well, if they're paying that much, maybe. I don't know. I guess. NFL's one of the biggest companies in the world. But why would they pay that much? What, to cover it up? But why? Uh, the because lawsuit. they don't want a dead body on their resume on the field. Why? But what, but what would it matter? To they're, protect to protect the shield. To protect the shield. To protect the shield. But they to wouldn't have the lost any money. If they're going to pay money, why not just lose it? Because it, uh, here's, here it it's is. It's about the death I'll, thing. I'll, I'll tell you this. No, Here, I know. Here's why. I'm going to break this whole, I'm going to break this case open. Because they didn't think the Bills were going to lose to the Bengals. They thought <laughs> it was going to be snowing in Buffalo. They thought well, like the was fake body up there yeah. was going to cheer them on and Josh Allen was going to will them to a win. Not a terrible angle. Not a bad angle. I like it. And then as soon as they lost, they were just like, hey, listen, Hamar Damlin, you can go home now. Hamar Damlin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get into Sunday afternoon. Terrible news. Not as terrible as Demar Hamlin actually being dead, but terrible news is that Sunday afternoon and not Sunday night. Now, that does suck if you work on Monday morning, which most of us do. Sunday afternoon is just tough. Brutal. We're talking about this as parents. If you don't have kids, good for you. Stay there as long as you can. Forever. Stay here as long as you can. Three o'clock kickoff. Eagles are favored by two and a half against the Niners. While I'm talking, one of you idiots pull up the uh, over-under because Nick didn't put on the 40, 46 and a half. 46 and a half. I'll say it again. Eagles are favored by two and a half on three o'clock this Sunday. 46 flat. Over under 46 and a half or 46. We're going to make a change uh, next football season so that we don't do this as a podcast. What? Uh, we'll talk off air. Uh, Nick, your initial thoughts on those lines, that over under, and the Eagles versus the Niners. Oh, NFC Championship. There it is. Well, I mean, it's going to be a massacre. Um, <laughs> it's just, again, you know, I said this last week with the with the Giants game. I just don't think, and I think that the under, did the under hit by by the hook last week? For the Eagles game? Yeah. Every under hit last week. 45. I think the number was 45 and a half, right? Or no. maybe 40. It was, this, no, it was by a field goal. Every under hit last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I said yeah. it last week. I was like, the Eagles are going to score a fuck ton of points, and I think the Giants are going to get zero. Yeah, I mean, you I, pretty much did say that. Yeah, I was pretty close, right? Um, Same thing this weekend. I mean, Jesus. We got, we got Bruce Purdy. No, Bryce Purdy. It's he's not Brock good. Purdy. Brock Purdy. I don't think that's right. I'm just gonna call him Purdy. He, the guy, he, he's not good at football. So all you gotta do is get up in his kitchen and 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 mess him up a little bit in Philadelphia. It's it, he he doesn't know what's coming for him. I mean, Dallas didn't touch him. Michael Parsons is a fraud. Mm. It's system player, Michael Parsons. System system player. Yeah, it's gonna be uh. Hmm. 35 to 3. Okay. Dirty. 
Brock Purdy is in for the ride of his life on this Sunday. He's that played, sounds hot. He's played two road games in, in his in his NFL career. They were both against measly teams. All the rest of his games were at home. A rookie quarterback has never led a team to a Super Bowl in the history of this league mm-hmm. ever. And you're telling me it's going to happen mm-hmm. against the best franchise, the best Eagles team in their franchise's history? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say that. I'll say that confidently because I think it is. Jimmy said it earlier. This coaching staff is probably the best coaching staff we've ever had. You've got three head coaches right now calling the offensive defense and overseeing it all. There's three head coaches. Those Gannon and Steichen are going to be head coaches in this league. It's clear as day. So you've got three fucking head coaches that are going up against Kyle Shanahan, the guy who has been in charge of losing the two biggest playoff games in the history of the league, starting with the 28-3 massacre by New Mm. England. He was the fucking coordinator for Atlanta in that Mm. game. That guy's an idiot. The Eagles are going to to fucking steamroll the Niners. And here's another reason why. Did you watch the game against Dallas? The Niners aren't that good, man. Everybody keeps saying the Niners are the best team the Eagles has faced all year. Listen, the Niners just to me feel like every other team we've kind of beaten already. Any other 7-1 and one team that we've beat. So the Eagles went 7-1 and one against uh, playoff teams this year before the playoffs started. Mm-hmm. And they're about to be 9-1 and one because that team's not impressive. I didn't like what they did on Sunday. They barely beat the Cowboys who are ass. I'm talking ass-ass like, mm. like LaShawn McCoy said. They are ass-ass and they got beat. The, the Eagles are going to, ro- they're not going to roll them quite as bad as they did the Giants, but I really do feel like a fucking mm-hmm. 27-14 type of game coming wow. with an under. Wow. All right. Well, Jimmy, what do you guys say about that? We're no, talking I mean, about the all-time coaching staff in Eagles history when we used to have Andy Reid and Jim Johnson. <laughs> Dirty stole my thunder a little bit. The, the Philadelphia Eagles are really fucking good. And I don't think that the 49ers have faced a team like them. They barely beat the Cowboys. Um, and so I, 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 you know, to I'll just keep it short because there's already been two people before me. I think I'm looking at like a 28-10 victory. I'm personally putting $200 on the Eagles money line. Love that. Yeah. Absolutely love that. Yeah. I'm going to do this for the Eagles because we can't go across the board because that's a curse, right? That's a curse. That's a curse in every like national media thing. Like if everybody picks the Eagles and the Eagles lose, yeah. you know that? Should have been me. So I'll take for this segment, I'll take the Niners plus two and a half. Oh God. But that means now we get into the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Gambling Hour. I was wondering where the fuck you were. What happened there? Um, I decided I wanted to switch it up this week. Why? I don't know. It didn't never felt perfect to jump in. So then I just said, all right. The only good thing about you in the gambling hour is you in gambling ever is you jumping in. It's the only thing you do. The only good thing you do with gambling in general Mm. is that. I think think what I ultimately decided to do, I think it's funny. No, I think we need to do it again. Okay, do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. And Matt, um, a little slower on the, you know, on the, you know. That's why he threw me off, right, Jimmy? Yeah. I, I didn't. Don't I could, you? Don't I couldn't you, find a, a door to open up. They were all you, locked. Don't you piggyback off of Jimmy here? No, I said it. And now it's time for the Rocky Black Balboa. That was better. I'm really dizzy. Much better. That was so much better. I'm really dizzy. It's face, the only thing you do well in any form of gambling. His face is purple. Is, is that. Is sounding like a barbaric Mongolian idiot. Pooh. Uh, what? There you go. 
Hey, uh, we all sucked last week. I mean, I think Dirty Split, maybe Nick Split, Sal lost. I went over two. I mean, just a if you like parlayed all our picks, you lost. If you like picked just every single one of our picks, you lost really bad. I lost more money last week in gambling than an Ethiopian family would see in their entire lifetime. I did so bad, but that $18? was $18. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was just really, really bad week for me, but it doesn't matter. That was the division week. This is the championship week. This is where we put all our chips in the middle. This is where the best teams, really, if you take a step back and you were to pick four teams, once the season starts, once it was the end of September, not preseason, there's no way you could predict that. Who were the best four teams in the league? You would got three out of four or four out of four. And really that was on the AFC side because you were still picking between Buffalo and Cincinnati and Kansas City. You knew it was San Fran and the Eagles. Even if it was just with Garoppolo. It didn't matter. It was going to be the Eagles and the 49ers. So let's kick it over to Nick. Don't follow his picks. Or if he's going to split, do your best to pick which one is right. Nick, what are your shitty picks this week? All right, I'll make it obvious okay. which which one is going to be the loser then. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles minus two and a half. So there's my winner. Okay, well, thank Nikki God. Splits. You, you, you turn that around pretty quick. Thank God. Nikki splits. I'm taking the Eagles minus two and a half. We've already been over this. Now here's a bunch of little bitches. I look at the NFC and I, I see like, I, you know, it's a bunch of betas just like beating up on each other. And every now and then one of them makes each other, the, the other one look pretty good. I mean, mm. the fucking Vikings, what, were like 14 and three? Ugh. I mean. It's just a bunch of betas and and, and, a, and a whole lot of shit below that. There's only one alpha in the NFC, Matt, and there's been one alpha all fucking year long, and it's your Philadelphia Eagles. Mm -hmm. Pick two. Sorry I'm going to do it to you, Bengals, but I've been riding you all year, year long, so that's my loser. I, I'm, I'm taking the Bengals. I've been riding the Bengals all year long. Joe Burrow is my guy. I'm taking Bengals minus one. I, I think I think this is a team that, to me, has really... It's the only team I've watched that has really said to me, like, this is a threat to the Eagles, the Bengals. They're, they're, they're just so deep. They're a good team. And the Chiefs are a bunch of frauds. They're going to lose again. They're just, they just are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dirty, what do you got? I absolutely hate having to do this. And it makes me sick, and I kind of want to kill myself for having to do it. But I'm going to tail Nick on one of these games. Yeah. The Bengals are minus one and a half against Kansas City. Joe Burrow is 3-0 and against Pat Mahomes in his career. Mahomes' mm -hmm. ankle, it looks looks like Dak Prescott's that time when it turned completely backwards. Uh -huh. So Mahomes, obviously against Jacksonville, looked like ass. Didn't do well because he couldn't fucking stand. I don't see how any way an injured Pat Mahomes can beat a super healthy, cool fucking cigar-smoking Joe Burrow. It's not going to happen. It's not realistic. The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl, which leads us into the next game, which I'm not going to tell Nick twice. That would be fucking stupid. Gonna so I'm going to be super boring on the very last bet I think of my week before we get into prop bets it's going to be the Eagles and the Niners are going under 46 and a half two powerhouse defenses that's a high number 46 and a half for two of the best defenses in the NFC seems crazy to me we just came off a divisional round where every single under hit four for four on unders last weekend and I think it's going to roll right into this weekend too you got two slugger defenses under 46 and a half taking it okay and what do we got over here, Sal? Hey, Sal. Match, match you. How we How doing? We doing? I'm doing good. How are you? You know, it's tough to do the trash can pick when it gets this 
you know. This tight, there's it, only uh, four teams, two cities. And of course, I'm not going to put the trash can moniker on the birds. How you could know? you do that? How am I going to do it? Best city in the world. So I'm going Cincinnati Bengals, Kansas City Chiefs. No, we live in the middle of nowhere. Oh, no. We live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> oh, you know, the fans <laughs> arguing back and forth. <laughs> Oh, but we got barbecue. Oh, but we got what? What does Cincinnati got? It, don't they have the chili on their uh, hot dogs and oh, the spaghetti? But we got the chili on the spaghetti hot dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> skyline chili. Yeah, they got skyline chili. Sure Sal, do, sure do. That's it. That's right. I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals to minus one and a half. Yeah, well, I mean it's what it comes down to. There's only two games to pick. There's only a couple sides. There's only two sides. Uh, two leans that you can go to if you want to do like team totals, whatever it is. It's hard to pick against Joe Burrow right now. Duh. And I'm not even talking about Mahomes' ankle. He's the it guy. He's Brady Jr. I think there's two it guy, and I think it's Hurts, and I think it's it's Burrow. Brady Jr., I mean, it's crazy. It Brady's just somebody who's untouchable as far as his history, but as far as the swag goes and being like that good under pressure... It's Burrow. I, I'm going to go with the trend of that he's just beat the Chiefs that many times. It's Burrow. Uh, remember that last segment we did where, like, you guys all picked the Eagles? And I was like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm picking the fucking Eagles minus two and a half. Let's go. The mm-hmm. Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. They are the best team in the NFC. They have the best offense. They have the best defense. They have much, much, much better quarterback. And Brock Purdy hasn't seen a defense like this in his entire life. The whole thing, all year, has been that the Eagles haven't seen a tough team all season. What the fuck do you think San Francisco has seen this year? Let's just be real, everybody. There aren't that many good teams in this league, in the NFC, and the best two teams are facing off against each other. So if you have a brain, turn it on, and you're saying, well, who has a better quarterback? And if you're being honest with yourself, it's no question. You'll take the Alabama and the Oklahoma quarterback over the Iowa State Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. It's a no-brainer, minus two and a half. Kyle Shanahan shits the bed, as so eloquently put by Dirty Mike in playoffs and in Super Bowls, and has been a topic all show. There's something special going on with this coaching staff, and it will be shown and proven in the NFC Championship with a one-way ticket straight to Arizona, straight to the Super Bowl. Eagles minus two and a half. We will see you after this break. This episode of the Rocky Balboa Cheesesteak Fun Hour is brought to you by a meeting between Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy after the Cowboys 49ers game. Well, Mark, that's not the ending we had planned on. Not the uh, end of the season we wanted, ain't that right, big fella? What's up? I know, but uh, do you think you uh, have what it takes to turn it around for next season? Of course, of course, but uh, do you think you can do that with a salary cap situation next year? No, but no, that. Oh, 
Maldito Tepa. All right, I'll take it under advisement. What do you think about Zeke, though? Do Zika Iwaka Ata Noba. All right, Mike. Settle down now. And we are back as always. As always, we have to thank our sponsors. And this week is brought to you by uh, live audio uh, from uh, yeah. uh, the Cowboys uh, meeting between Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy. I'm not sure how it came to us, but like, yeah, I'm glad it did. And I'm not sure how they're paying for us right. uh, for that, but they are. Yeah. And we couldn't thank them enough. Very yep. interesting stuff. That's right. A lot of big decisions having to be made. Uh, by the front office there. Down it's amazing in, uh, the team can function when um, Mike McCarthy speaks a, a foreign language. Intergalactic language. Something like that. I, it's a Huttian? Uh, yeah, Huttese? whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of people think Jerry Jones is an idiot, and, and rightfully so, but uh, he's bilingual, at yeah. least, if nothing else. Yeah. A lot to deal with down there in Dallas. I guess a question I have, we, we've covered the Eagles. Do the Cowboys come back with Mike McCarthy next year? Oh. I after, mean, after what we've heard tonight, do they come mm, back with Mike McCarthy? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think they do because like nobody sticks with a, a coach for, for who should be fired more than Jerry Jones. Like He kept Jason Garrett like three years longer than he should have. So <laughs> Yeah. That's a good point. That is a good point. He's man. He stuck with him a mm-hmm. long, long time. The clapper. He stuck. Hey. He stuck with Parcells too long. Parcells was kind of washed at that point, and he was still. He stuck around. He had idiots like Dave Campo. I mean, Dallas has had such awful situations that they stuck with over the years. That it's no like McCarthy's definitely staying. That's what, a good what's point. What's that doofus's name? Um, that's their offensive coordinator because Kellen Moore from yeah. Boise State. That's that's the only other thing I can think of is that they you know because I he 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 gets uh, head coaching interviews and shit. He's never got one. He's he's very similar to Jason Garrett. You Cowboy know? fans are begging for that guy to go away. They hate. Speaking him. of well, Jason, Jarrah loves him. Speaking of Jason Garrett, who does any other platform have a worse team? Than NBC Sports, they no. have Jason Garrett. Yeah, they have Tony Dungy. Yeah, who's a walking zombie. Oh, uh, uglier than one too, by the way. Oh my god! And they have Chris Sims. I mean, oh. that team is awful. That is brutal. There's awful. actually there's a conspiracy that Jason Garrett was the one who was dressed up as Demar Hamlin walking around the Bills. I wouldn't doubt that. I yeah. would not doubt that. I mean, he has this. He has an extreme talent. His face never changes because he's a mm-hmm. lizard. Right. The ki- Jimmy, your thoughts on lizard He's people? He's a fucking lizard. Mm. 100%. He could be. Jimmy, I don't even know if you can debate that. If you, don't, if you don't believe in lizards, what are you doing? Who's that? Li- Jason Garrett. Jason oh, Garrett, yeah. former coach of the Cowboys, who's now on NBC Sports for kickoff coverage on Sunday Night Football. Terrible. I mean, his face is the Real. exact same from the moment mm-hmm. the show starts, 45 minutes before kickoff, to kickoff. It's that like eyes wide open. He just open, looks like a mannequin. smiling. Yes, he looks exactly like I think exactly it's probably like more likely that it's Botox. Right. It could be, but it's also Tony Dungy, which could be Botox, but Tony Dungy's been the same zombie for decades now. They say, I've, I've, decades. Heard that, I've heard that Tony Dungy hasn't blinked in 20 years. Probably not. Jimmy, you won't even consider the lizard theory? I guess. Lizard we people? We should get Dallas Alex's opinion on this, because Dallas Alex, of course, very into conspiracy theories, also a Cowboys fan, 
How does he feel? Is Jason Garrett a lizard? He might know all about um, it. Dallas, Alex, and I are completely aligned on lizard people, which is <laughs> that they're out there and they're pretty much everywhere. Okay, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and everywhere. you can tell who who like you can tell who the lizards are. It's pretty easy. We'll, we'll do a Rocky Balboa cheesesteak conspiracy hour, like we said earlier. I'm actually mm-hmm. not we'll opposed to lizards. that. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Hey, okay. I'm in. That would be great. But Dallas Alex is probably all out on Mike McCarthy and probably Kellen Moore, I would imagine. But he's probably coming back. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Actually, I care because I want him back because he stinks. Yeah, I don't want them getting a guy. I like- want the pair of McCarthy and Dak back more for, than for entertainment purposes. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. I don't want them getting a guy like Brian Dable. No fucking way. Stick with the Mike McCarthy's, man. Keep doing this every year, year in, year out. Jason Garrett's, Mike McCarthy's. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't give me anybody. You're, anybody I'm scared of. Your flip of Brian Dable makes me very happy. I'm glad you recognize that he's. A it very was the good Fupa, coach. Matt. Once I got it. Once I got my eyes on it. Do we need to hit that again? Brian Dable stinky Fupa. Sure. All right. Brian Dable's got a stinky Fupa. He's got a big fat stinky Fupa. Brian Dable's got a stinky Fupa. He's got a big fat stinky Fupa. It's big and fat. It's a stinky Fupa. It's big and fat. It's a stinky Fupa. And there it is. An absolute hit. I mean, that From is a hit. It's phenomenal. Yep. Can't wait to find that two times tomorrow. Okay. Well, you know, Jimmy, it can't be that hard to find. Just it can't be that hard to you just find. Just gotta look, dude. <laughs> I mean, it just can't. I found it right now. I just found it on Spotify. There Where it is. is. Hey. Um, does Dak come back? Yeah, of course he does. My dream world my dream world hopes that the commanders release Carson Wentz and the Cowboys give him a shot. Could you imagine? I would give anything. This is not a real world scenario. We're not talking as if this is going to happen. <laughs> but could you imagine if Carson Wentz is a cowboy? That's all I want. Can't they like not release him? Don't they owe him like $50 million? You can still release him and just owe him money. Yeah, the, the, the cap's the, not real. Yeah, so. right. They'll figure the cap out later, sure. Oh, man. It is just a mess down in Dallas, and they got to deal with Pizza the Hut down there as well. Maybe if like Tom Brady was like, hey, Jera. I want to play for you like that. Maybe that would work because, you know, Jerry would just be like, Dak, get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Mm. I think that would work. Maybe Aaron Rodgers, if he wanted to go there, maybe that works. But I think Dak's going to be back and we're going to have another comedic year. Dallas is a wreck, man. Zeke sucks. Pollard's a free agent. Dalton Schultz is gone. They got a lot of shit. To you know fix. what? I got to give credit where credit's due real quick. Zeke has said that he, he basically threw up the white flag. You know, he just said, I suck balls. You know, he's like, he does. I want to stay in Dallas. I'll take you just take all my money. I'll restructure whatever. That is, I know the salary cap's not real. He but said that he's got to take a pretty big cut. There's he's, no way he said that. He said he's going to he said he'll take a cut next year. No. Wow. No way he said that. I didn't see I don't it. believe that from Zeke. That'll be awesome if it's not true. And we come back and laugh at this next week. But that I mean, maybe he did. All right. We're going to make this very minor because last week we did this and you guys went off and just did not need to go this long. Uh-oh. I just want your thoughts. Dirty. Yeah. Sixers went out west. Went undefeated. Yeah. Came back. Number two seed in the East. I just want your thoughts on that. Yeah, I I hate them. And they're doing this typical right after Christmas thing where they they just, they they take the fishing rod, right, man? They put a big chunk of bait on it and then they throw it real far out into the lake and all the fish bite it and then they reel them in real fast and they get everybody hooked, line sinker. I'm not buying it. I got it if you're ready. Uh, Go ahead. Cowboys beat writer Michael. Oh, that we're on to this again. Michael. No, I don't care about this at all. Gelkin. Gelkin. Gelb? 
says it says Zeke will take a pay cut in 2023 to remain with the Cowboys. He's due for 16.7 million dollars. So good for I just, him. Listen, I'm I'm rarely right. I had to, I had to make sure that everyone did not here, care about that at all. Good for I don't care that you didn't care. Dirty was like, oh, I can't wait to come back to this and make fun of Nick. Yeah. And, and guess, thanks, well, guess now, the fuck what? You can't. Now we just lost a segment for next week. So thanks, Nick. Appreciate w- what it. What was the segment? We were going to make fun of you for being wrong, but now he can't. Because I was right. I so know. I'm letting you know right now, you dope. It's brutal. Okay. Oh, All I right. said dope. So you. Dope me. So you don't believe in the Sixers? No. For, first off, let me, and I'll, I'll let you get to your point. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more Philadelphia Sixers than the Eagles going on their playoff run mm-hmm. and them going out west and playing their games where no one's watching because it's 10 o'clock tip-offs yep. and going on an undefeated streak yeah. and coming back as the number two seed in the <laughs> East so no one yeah. can see what they're doing. Yeah. Because all the reports were that Doc actually coached well, the players played well, and even when they didn't play well, they they had clutch moments. Like They did everything they needed to do to win. Like They looked like a I, team. I watched all but one of them. I'll be honest with you. I really did. I stayed up. I have, I've been shitty sleeping lately, and I've been watching the Sixers. The Kings game, especially the night the Eagles beat the Giants, was awesome. They benched Harden and Embiid for for you know preventative measures or whatever and our backups and bench slaughtered the kings and the kings are like the five they were down 20 paint the picture they were down 21 points at one point it came back yep and and tobias did really well maxi was crushing melton's a really good listen they had a great game but here's the thing and i'm and i'm just gonna want to i guess i should try to get away from this and at least try to make it more interesting but like the sixers have just got to prove to me this year that once they get to the postseason that they've got to at least get to the conference final and until remember how you said with the eagles how like the 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 season starts in the nfc championship Mm -hmm. for me i feel like with the sixers the season's going to start once they hit the conference championship that's where i'm at i don't give a fuck about anything else they do except for when it comes to the playoffs okay i just i want listen you went from not watching the sixers to now watching all their western uh, games listen i just wanted to know i'm back i'm back too everything i said last week was moronic I mean, it was really stupid. I don't know what I was doing. Hmm. I was probably super drunk. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, Maxie. I love you. Yeah, you wanted Maxie off the team and that he was bad. Yeah, I, I changed my mind now that we're kicking ass. I couldn't believe Nick was saying that. I don't know, man. Blew I just me away. like, I, you know, I, I, I want to get another superstar. I want to get it. I want to get that championship this year. I want the Super Bowl and I want the NBA championship in the same year. I fucking want it. So, like, I'm pushing all the chips in. But last week, you know, I was I was talking like the only trade chip we have is Maxi. I don't know if that's true. I don't know what fucking draft picks we have. I could have looked it up. I didn't. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm no, sorry, no. Maxi. I love yeah. you, and I didn't want to. I don't. I'm sorry. All right, that's our Sixers talk. Hey, can I can I one more thing on the Sixers oh, real quick? For it's, fuck's oh sake. Jesus, it's quick. I I think I seen a trend. I think I seen one. Who at the beginning of the year a trend, dude? You know what that oh, is? A trend. You know what a trend is? He's a trend like the man. A seen. Oh, I said I seen a trend. Maybe that T threw you off, but I seen one. Yep. PJ Tucker at the beginning of the year was playing like 30 fucking minutes a night. Sometimes yeah. sometimes pushing 40. Way too much. My man is only playing like last two games, 18, 19 minutes. The previous ones, 20, 22, 21. Yeah, good. Did you see hey, That guy blows. Because after 11 minutes, it looks There's like a he trend ran. there. Don't play PJ Tucker and we'll win. After 11 minutes, it looks like he ran the fucking Boston Marathon. You got to score, yo. I'm done now. You're done? Yeah, I just had to throw that in. Matt, All right. All right. This is my show. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Got it. God. <laughs> now we're going to get into one of our tried and true segments that we haven't done in a long time. I'm very excited to do this. Same. It's time for Dirty Mike Takes on Twitter. Yeah. Jimmy, hit that music. 
He only made an account like an hour ago, but Dirty Mike takes on Twitter. He doesn't even know how to use the app, but he can berate other people on Twitter. He doesn't even know what a tweet is for, but he'll yell at a random stranger. He only made an account like an hour ago. Dirty Mike takes on Twitter. Boom, boom. It's been a while. It's a great song. It's a great, great song. It's been a while since I've nope. gone and fucked my head up high. It's been a while since I've gone and loved you. That one? You're welcome, everybody. That song? That's not the song. Yeah. The intro to Dirty Mike takes on Twitter. Oh. All right. So this was brought on because... <laughs> Dirty decided to reply to somebody on Twitter. <laughs> Jimmy, I want you to listen to who he replied to on Twitter. Okay. Does Jimmy know about this? No. No. God damn it. I haven't seen it. Jimmy, this person whose name on Twitter is Dr. Anita B. Eaton. Oh. Dr. Anita B. Eaton. Who doesn't? Bart Simpson style. Yep. Anita B. Eaton <laughs> said, obese is the N-word for plus-size people. Anita B. Eaton said that. <laughs> it, it, let's, let, let's, let's clarify. It did say doctor, right? Yes. So, so yeah, Dirty saw Dr. Anita, and he just stopped. I stopped. Nick. Read it, read it. Oh, this, has, this is a medical doctor. It has to yeah. be. Dr. Anita B. Eaton. <laughs> Anita Beaton is so good. It's unreal. Said obese is the N word for plus size people. And Dirty said, well, I got to give my opinion on this. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> obese is the N word for plus size people. And Dirty Bait goes. taken. Yep. Yep. He goes, it is not. Obesity can be changed. Skin color can not. <laughs> there you go, you social warrior. <laughs> I gotta give a quick shout out to uh, I, me and Matt both missed this. Well Don't done, know how. Dude. I gotta give a shout out to to loyal listener Pat O'Donnell on this one. He he pointed it out to me. And he was like, "You gotta fucking kill him." I'm like, "Yeah, we're gonna fucking kill him." Listen, that is really good work by All Pat right. O'Donnell. Hey Pat, if you're listening, he listens to the, the episode. Oh, he's yeah, a dude, loyal, loyal listener. He huh. pointed this out to us and said, "You gotta flame him on cool. the show." Classic. Pat's a great guy, and I miss you, man. Hope you're doing doing well in life. Yeah, yeah. he's the reason why we're doing this segment, which led <laughs> Nick down to a rabbit hole. But just again, it's worth reading again. Dr. Anita B. Eaton. <laughs> fucking so embarrassing. Obese is the N-word for plus-size like, people, which is such a ridiculous thing to say. And Dirty Bike said, no, 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 no. Not on my watch. <laughs> Not on my watch. Not on my watch. Just pretend, like, for a second that, like, it was a real doctor. Like, and he's still commenting on it. Like, <laughs> Nick is completely right. I went Dr. Anita and completely gave up. So I have a confession to make. It's even worse. Oh, boy. Matt, Matt tweeted under my tweet and wrote, that's right, exclamation point. You tell Anita be eaten. What's what? <laughs> and I looked at the name and I went, fuck. I didn't even know until. <laughs> oh, I, we know you didn't know. No, yeah. I, like, I, like, sometimes I tweet and afterwards I notice I get fucked up and I'm like, damn it. I, got I was fucked. hoping Matt wasn't going to. I was hoping you weren't going to tweet him because we could. It would have been a better reaction just to fucking shit on him right now. But, uh, it, you know, it's still if great. You done, if you would, if Matt wouldn't have tweeted and you would have done that, I'd be looking now and would have been and just caught it now. Yeah. It would have been great. Good job, Matt. 
It is not. Obesity can be changed. <laughs> Skin color cannot. Anita B. It was so important to him that he had to reply. Dude, she threw a PhD at the end, too. Yeah. Fuck her. And, and, and the profile picture is very convincing. Yeah, yeah. it looks like she's been It's a fat doctor. Yeah. 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 It is a it's, fat. No, it's just a fat girl. Yeah. But, but she, she does vibe doctor. Her, so, her, so her banner in the back is just large yellow and pink letters that say, you are in a body positive space. <laughs> Great man. It's probably a guy. Yeah, it's definitely a guy. Are you kidding? Murdered. There's no way it's a girl. I got first degree murdered on Twitter today. I need to log on. All off. right, the next one, and it's cropped, so I can't even see the full picture, oh, but no. the bottom of the picture says, I sell pictures of my butthole for a living and have to call my sponsor three times a day so I don't get hard drugs. I, I didn't crop it. I just, it, that was the only important part. Got it. God, I don't even know what we're talking about. Some guy named S.W. Carter replied, what is it with the porn industry and hard drugs? Dirty Mike put on his nice shining armor and a sword and said, I mean, dot, dot, dot. They're getting pounded on a daily basis by random dudes for money. Something has to bury the shame and guilt. He just had to get just that out of his system. Why did you need to comment on that? I, lo- I, lo- I just love it. Unbelievable. I have so much fun just tweeting gifts and memes and pictures. Just- just spending his day finding yep. finding uh, righteous causes to, to. What are these accounts you're following? It's it, it's absurd. They're the getting pounded on a daily basis by random dudes for money. Something has to bury the shame and guilt. I mean, he's not wrong. No, hundred percent on. But why did you why did you tweet that? You typed it out and you hit send. I mean, I and you were and you probably replied. sat back in your chair and you were like, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think we all agree. Sex work is work. You know, sure. Way to go, dirty. I would do it if I could. Yeah. Hey, and I would do drugs if I did it. You know what? You would do drugs if you did in it. In the battle of oh, tw- yeah. in the battle of Twitter, you won that one. You I made killed. your point, and you I killed ki- SW Factory. I, I killed him. Listen, you made Elon happy. Yeah, exactly. And he's and he's gonna send more of that shit my way. Is that and Dirty's first on. dub on uh, Dirty Mike Takes on Twitter? Is that your first dub? I think. Nah, no, no way. Th- it th- probably is. This one is. This one's egregious. Oh, we got another one. This yeah, one's one egregious. more. This is the third one. Yeah, this is the last one. I, I honestly, I found it like during the show. I needed one more. I had to get it. It's good work. Yeah, I know. So there's a video. You don't need to know the video to know what's on to what's explained on top of the video. The explanation is. Woman spits in the face of a police officer. A person named Spacey Black says such a big man can't handle a little spit. Dirty Mike puts on yes. his armor. Here he comes. Lowers the mask, puts out his sword and said, your mom's push sure could, though. Oh. <laughs> Say that again. Say it slow. Do it one more time. Your Spacey mom. Black says such a big man. Well, wait, the video was, a, was somebody spitting in a cop's face. Yeah, yeah. It, was like, it was like one of those Woman uh, fight spits accounts. in a face of a police officer. The replier says such a big man can't handle a little spit. Dirty Mike says your mom's Puss sure could, though. Crushed it. Jesus Christ. He decided he wanted to crush a fake account. I think we got to shut down Twitter now. Time to log off. (laughs) Time to get suspended for a week, Dirty, and reevaluate things. Sometimes I might. Yeah, I need to be suspended. How many times have you been suspended now? Oh, God, like eight. Like, what in that moment? Like, you got (laughs) trolled. Yep. The other one was just like, what are you doing? Like, that's insane. And this one's like, why? What was that tweet about? Just just cause. Just cause. Why not? 
I do it, and as soon as I'm done, I forget that I did it, and I just move on. I mean, it was like a sub-sub-tweet. Like, yeah, sure. Your mom's puss sure could, though. Every word in that tweet is like, <laughs> you could stop. Why are we doing this? Don't do it. Oh, no, it's a, a parody account. What was it called? Like, Ma- Smoky Ass or... Uh, who knows? Spacey Black. No Spacey idea. Black. Smoky Ass. Same thing. It's a fucking... It's a parody account, and, and Dirty decided to drop a mom joke on a parody account. Crushed him. Destroyed him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what else can you say, you know? It killed him. That was two days ago, Jimmy. How many likes do you think that got? No, probably none. Uh, two? Zero. Uh, zero. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah, exactly right. No chance. Oh, yeah. God. How many, how many likes did the, uh, the previous one get? The, um, uh, what was he? What, what, I don't even uh, remember what it was. What, the one getting pounded daily basis yeah, by yeah, yeah. Many, Did he get any likes on that? God, how many do you think? I would say, I would say one. Zero. I, yeah, zero. zero. There's no way. Yeah. However, for Dr. Anita B. Eaton, where she says obese is the N-word for plus-size people. (laughs) Anita B. Eaton is cooking. That's good. (laughs) It is great. Where Dirty Mike says it is not. Obesity can be changed. Skin color cannot. (laughs) That's bad. This is where Dirty Mike is on flames. He got two likes. Yeah, it's four. I'm looking right at it. Oh, well. well, You son of a bitch. You got two since my screenshot a few hours ago. Yeah, you got got an extra two. There we go. Congratulations, man. So it's picking up traction. Thanks, man. We're getting hot. One of them was probably like me after I took the screenshot. We're we're heating up. That's how dumb it was. So there it is. That's Dirty Mike lately. If you want to follow that type of content, follow at Dirty Mike (laughs) RBCFH. And you can see somebody get trolled, somebody policing. And make sure you you sort between <laughs> tweets and replies. You know what I mean? So you can see it all. Oh, yeah. Oh, replies is where you get the real people. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Actually, really likes. Look at people's likes. That's how you really get oh, into yeah, their that's... soul. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Listen, folks, I am slow at work right now. Come on board. Come and join. That's it. Uh, we got to thank Pat O'Donnell for hey. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Pat. Yeah. Yeah. Pat. Loyal listener, old friend. Yeah. Um, you want me to read all should that? We, should we do that? What is that? I don't know what that to is. To end the show, I want to do a, like a, a Flyers power play. Oh, um, what? You can you can either shut me down or I think it's funny. We can do that. I'll also say this. I won't name the person's name. A loyal listener. Whoa. Two loyal listeners. Two loyal listeners. Two have reached out to me in regards to my surgery. Oh, oh man, that's really nice. How about that. Look and you. said that they had something similar. No, fuck off. What? Said that they had something well, similar. Right, well, we Thank you. Say their name. Thank was you it, for your support. Sorry that's for your insane. butts. Was it yeah. Doctor Anita B. Eaton? Doctor Anita B. Eaton. So thank you, loyal listeners. Hope you're doing well. If you're a loyal listener of this show, you gotta reevaluate yourself. I gotta say. Um, and with that, uh, some wholesome content. I do think this is worth it. You know, for all you who have kids, don't have kids, whatever. Shut the fuck up. This is fun. This this is fun, and we'll end the show with this. And we haven't done it in a long time. It's time for the Pico Power Play. Uh yeah, Flyers. Flyers suck. Um, but that's that's not what we're talking about here. Flyers lost again tonight. Um, but Dallas Alex's kid watched his first uh Flyers game tonight. He said he said out of nowhere his son said he wanted to he said he wanted to watch the Flyers tonight. So out Dal- of nowhere. Out of yes. nowhere. Dallas Alex put it on. And he sent a text to us, and this is this is how the text reads. Some of the questions my son has asked so far. Why do they wear armor? <laughs> Two. Are you allowed to throw the puck? Fair question. Yeah. Fair question. Why, it would be so much better if you could throw the Why puck. Why can't you? 
Three, why are they allowed to go behind the net? And Dallas Alex's son is a soccer player, so excellent question. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. The next the next the next ones are pretty good. <laughs> what are they drinking? Because every time they go on the bench, you know, they're they're slugging their their Gatorade. Mm-hmm. They're always drinking. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's a good this question. This kid is six. Kid. Yeah, yeah. He's six yeah, years he's, old. Yeah. This is, get in the mind of a kid. These are really, really better questions than we've ever asked yeah. in the show. This is by far the best one. And I think the next one, yeah, the next one is the best question. Do hockey players laugh? <laughs> no. and, and I think everybody knows that you know hockey players have no emotions, None. they have no souls. Like yep. they, they do their interviews and they're just like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jonesy had a good game out there. Yeah, you know, and that, that's it. Like that's that's all that's all you get from him. No emotions. Like so Shea Weber's the only one for a six year old to be yeah. watching a game. He, he wasn't watching the interviews, right? He's watching the game and just noticed that like all the players look miserable. It, it, it's really, unless they score a goal and they're happy for two seconds and go back. So phenomenal question. And then the last one, uh, another good one. Are you allowed to hit people with the stick? Yeah. Great job, Dallas Alex's son. Yeah. Thank you for Proud joining you, us buddy. this week. It is the NFC Championship Week. Follow me at Matt RBCFH. This week, we just released our Jalen Hurts shirt. It is actually selling better than we ever could imagine. Thank you so much for the support. Follow me at Matt RBCFH Pod and go to my pin tweet to get the shirt or follow us on Instagram, RBCFH Podcast, and go to our latest, what, what is not even a tweet, our latest post? Yeah. yeah. And get the shirt that way. Follow I do have at- a question about the shirt, though. Go ahead. Um, who, whose idea was it? I'm just curious. Your initial idea, hey, hey, my hey, push, hey. Jimmy's design, and push, Dirty Mike's push as well. You can push it was a, a couple, collective push a couple winners up your assholes. But like, it's like, I'm going to go with the guy from Twister. Unrealized idea. Unrealized. Unrealized. Love that. Carrie yeah. always. Yeah. Unrealized idea. Follow us on Instagram, RBCFH Podcast. Follow Nuke at Nuke and UK, RBCFH Pod. Follow at Dirty Mike RBCFH, which if you just listen to that last segment and you're not following him, I don't know why. Eagles, NFC Championship round. They're going to the Super Bowl. We'll see you all next week to celebrate, to do some props. Good night. His name is Carrie Hughes. Elways. Who? Of course, of course. But uh, do you think you can do that with a salary cap situation next year? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs>